A.K.A. Pork Chop. That is how I'm overing this episode of the Strike <laughs> Podcast, because that, for me, is one of my favourite foods and one of my favourite episode titles in that order, <laughs> I might add. So tonight, I'd like to welcome our Tony. Yo! Yo, 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 in the hood, mother flipper. I'm saving that E. I'm saving that E uh, rating with a flipper instead of a. <laughs> and we've got Paul in the yo 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 in the hood. What's it like down there in the um, in your neighbourhood? <laughs> Robin Hood. <laughs> in my Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that cowboy. <laughs> You'll be lying, Robin Hood. How are you, boys? Good. Right. It, it seems like only minutes ago. Since Five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, you better put these out six weeks in apart. <laughs> and, and welcome to our Christmas edition of Strike, everybody. <laughs> so today we're episode ten of Jessica Jones. <laughs> oh, how's the how was the house move, Paul? It's still it's still moving. Oh, is it? You're not in yet. No, not yet. No pressure maybe, on. Maybe this. next week or the week after. I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been yesterday. For all I know. If you listen to this straight after it's gone out, then possibly he hasn't moved yet. If you listen to this at Christmas, it's taken him a long time. Yeah. To get that Wi-Fi <laughs> set up. So, anyway. A.K.A. Pork Chop. Now, I'm going to just dive right in. I'm going to read the paragraph that's in front of me, okay? To give you a, a, a bit of a, a, a kick in the nads, to remember it. So, Hogarth arranges a plea deal with Elisa, where she can avoid the raft. Now, that is a Avengers... Uh, kickback, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's a nice reference, actually. Yeah, I like mm. that a lot because uh, I think it's getting forgotten about the fact that this is the same universe. Mm. Uh, a human super prison. If she gives up, um, I always get this name wrong. Malus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Malus, Malus. What stupid names? Alisa agrees when Jessica promises to keep Malus safe. Trish struggles with withdrawals during her television audition, and that was painful to watch. Yeah. She overhears that the superpower killer has been caught. Jessica explains everything to Trish, and who? To Cass. Oh, to Cass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But tells them to stay away. She finds Malus and convinces him to go to the country with no extradition, so Alisa can talk about him without fear of him being caught. He first waits for a what? He first waits for a new passport provided by the caretaker, and also <laughs> tells Jessica <laughs> that I can't. I need glasses, you know. <laughs> These names are doing me editing, that he never treated Ryback. So. That is a major, uh, wah, 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 for Hogarth. Mm. Uh, Hogarth does not believe Jessica 
when she says this, but arrives home to find Green and Ryback have robbed her, dun, and thus realise she is not cured. Because that was she heartbreaking. Was, she was strutting her funky stuff, wasn't she? Yeah. She was king of the world. Uh, Trish and uh, Ducasse decide to track down the loose themselves while Jessica discovers that Elisa is being tormented by one of their guards. That was brilliant. I love mm. that. Uh, Dale Holiday investigating him. Jessica finds evidence that he has murdered inmates before. He attacks her and she accidentally kills him in self-defence. I thought yeah. this episode took it to the next level. It was absolutely uh, edge-of-the-seat stuff. This mm. is what we've been waiting for this episode. Yeah. yeah. All the plots basically had something of a wow moment going on with them. Uh, we, again, we see Trish just completely hitting the floor. Uh the Hogarth subplot is just heartbreaking, I think, in this yeah. episode. That realisation that she was on a false promise, basically. Yeah. Um, and that, the stuff with the guard. Because initially with the guard, they set him up as he might be a sympathetic character, because she's a real bitch, yes. to be honest. And Definitely. then you find out he's not. <laughs> oh, he's vile. <laughs> yeah. But so then he's done nice it. Done. He's done it. He find out he's done it to so many other inmates. Mm. Yeah. And it was. I thought it was just brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. 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 A nice moment. And well, his nice as good as a guard can be. His replacement as well. The the female guard. Mm. She come in and and she was just a bit nicer, but not that much nicer. Yeah, so we, yeah, and we see her in the next episode, don't we? So. <clears throat> no, yeah. this is a really good episode, actually, this one. Yeah, the the whole thing, because it kind of sends Jess into a spiral as well, at this point. Mm. Um, well, she kills someone. Yeah, and and that's uh-huh. the first time, other than killing Kilgrave, that, that it's happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And, uh, now, am I... Am I jumping ahead of myself here? Is Kilgrave in this episode? No. Nope. Okay, I've said too much. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said enough. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, well, where, does anyone want to add anything else to the brilliance of this episode? Yeah, it's for me, this, and it... I know Tony was there as well, but this was one of the reasons why I was really excited to meet Carrie Ann Moss, because mm. uh, this episode, just, she just hit it out of the park as Hogarth. Yeah. Um, and obviously everybody's so used to her being in The Matrix, and I don't yeah, think and people part have... Yeah, of Nail's character, yeah. Yeah, and I don't think people have kind of seen that side of her, her acting, and mm. I, I, it just was amazing, and... and I know you're you'll back me up, Tony. When we met her, she was she was lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. At what point did you meet her? We got a Yeah. Yeah. When was it? Back in in May. May. Yeah. May. Yeah. And how much how much time did you have with you with her? I don't know about yourself, Tony, but I had my little boy with me, and she she spent a good couple of minutes talking to him. Yeah. Um, and did, no, you, did pretty, you get to 
Go on. No, so it's pretty much it, sort of in and out with the photo, but I got a decent sort of pose of me pointing at doing the old hand thing at the screen, and she looking completely bemused by me. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, but in, in the autograph session as well, she's really nice and sweet to everybody and to exchange a few words. Um, got a nice, nice big autograph on my Matrix Special Edition DVD. So she's got a did, really big autograph, actually. Did you get to reference this episode? No, no, it's yeah, it's it's kind of like you you kind of in and out, and it's unless they kind of did get to ask, did get to ask both her and um, Kristen a question though in the Q and A about the sort of their strong characters, which was quite nice. So, um, uh, and the film work basically just sort of touching on the strength of her character in the Matrix. So that was nice. I really need to watch them films again because I am one of the rare people who adores all three of the films. I'm sorry. Um, I'm backing up the room now. <laughs> yeah, uh, you were doing so well then, Craig. And then you, <laughs> the I, sequels were rubbish. They really were. <laughs> weren't as good as the, as the first one, I'll give you that. But I still enjoy them for what they are. Watch her in Memento as well, of course. She's really good in Memento. That's the thing for me with these type of films, Matrix, especially Harry Potter, Spider-Man, all them films of that era have all got sort of ropey CGI where it was this <laughs> new realistic CGI, mm. but it wasn't quite realistic enough. Yeah. But Paul's right, though. I mean, the, the, especially a show like this does give her a little bit more chance to show her range, I think. Yeah, um, definitely. And like Paul said, she's really, really good in this episode. Oh, she was amazing. She was absolutely amazing. I don't know if, if these type of shows win awards, but she should win an award for this episode. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So, come on, people. What are the Craigie marks out of a thousand? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, uh, to, to quote Doc Brown, I'm gonna go, 88! Because <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna put this somewhere around 95 again, 96, I think it's one of the best episodes. Yeah, and I'm, I'm the Tony on this one. I'm gonna top you, Tony, I'm gonna go 96. Yeah, yeah. This, this was amazing. I love this episode. So, and um, this has been... Actually, I was going to say, uh, Paul, you need to sort of get the tone a bit right better if you're going to do, do Doc. It's more, Marty, Marty, Marty! <laughs> yeah, I thought you were having an heart attack then, Paul. Traumatic <laughs> 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 sigh. Um, so, my new, new favourite phrase as well is what all the vloggers say. So with that being said, <laughs> I'm going to wind up this episode and I'm going to pass the torch, the baton, over to the next host for the next episode. That will be... Myself again. <laughs> so thanks for joining us and we'll see you real soon. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.